Hey everyone, today on TMJ Syndrome, we talk about your two favorite things, VR and Stadia. I'm Mitch. I'm Jason. And I'm Tim. Let's check in. So... I know everyone who's who's been subscribing and really excited about Google Stadia is uh they're they're really hoping this is gonna be one of those services to stick around. Well like I was I was just looking up a funny funny story yesterday how uh like a lot of the naysayers of Stadia are like, oh well Google might just cancel it. Well, so they just canceled not Stadia, but they canceled another cloud service. Um, do you guys have printers? Do you guys print things? Oh, the Google Cloud uh, Print? Yeah. Yeah. So Google Cloud Print, which I guess is apparently kind of a popular service. Yeah, Google just kneecapped the shit out of it. It's popular. And Why'd they get rid of it? I don't know. Because it doesn't make money. Who uses who uses printers, right? Like businesses. In the war in a, in tomorrow's world, that's all gonna be in the cloud. You don't need to you don't need to print things anymore. All of your data will just be on Google servers. So when you need to send somebody data, you just you just have them go. Yeah, it's pretty stupid, actually. Um, I, I mean, it's a pretty cool. It it was a pretty cool service. I think it's 2020 in January. If I no, 31st of December in 2020. So people have a year to plan if this is news to anybody. I'm sorry. You got a year. Um, pretty is pretty cool service where you could just like literally print something to your printer at home from anywhere. And there's a lot of hardware that like built Google cloud print functionality into their system. So Does it'll Microsoft be interesting. make a better version of that. And that's why they got their asses kicked. Uh, HP had something that was built into a bunch of their printers for a while. Um, yeah, the H the HP one I use all the time only works over your Wi-Fi network though. No, doesn't it? you can you can do uh, internet printing oh. as well. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. Half the time the Google Cloud print doesn't work because like my computer goes to sleep. So when I'm not at home, yeah. my computer uh, is sleeping, and then it doesn't get the request for printing, and then it doesn't do anything. So because relying on the Chrome browser yep. being available. Yep. So, did Google Fiber, is that not a thing anymore? Remember how everyone was like, had a boner for that? It's going to change the world. It's probably going to get canceled and at some point, I'm I've sure. never heard, like, I've never seen it anywhere in the state or in my home state or... Yeah, they only had it in, um, like, Kansas or something. Here's the thing, right? Google makes a lot of a lot of different projects and things, and it's not necessarily... I think they do it to uh, test their limits, but then I also think they do it to help kickstart the market because as soon as Google came out with fiber, that's when all the other uh, internet companies were like, oh yeah, we can we can upgrade ours to fiber too. And then they start coming out with fiber, right? Like if, if Google had never come out with fiber, we'd still be sitting on a hundred meg internet with Comcast and Cox and CenturyLink because why would they go faster? So it was Google Stadia, just a product to make 
Microsoft and Sony look better. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get GeForce Now to be like to start working because like uh, Microsoft has X Cloud and Sony has PS Now. Yeah, but I mean, no one cares about PS Now. X Cloud is the only one. Okay. A, lot, a lot of people actually do. do. PS Now is such a good product. Yeah, it's pretty good. You just pay a monthly subscription, and you get a bunch of stuff, and you can play PlayStation games that's on PC was... that are exclusives. Yeah, that's they what I did. thought. Stadia was supposed to be was it supposed to be like I pay fifteen bucks a month, and I get all these games at my fingertips streaming. Nope. But it, it could be the Netflix of games. I have to buy the games still, and then I never have any access to the files. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious why no one. It seems like, I mean, is it because Sony had? Is it because Sony's PlayStation Now has been so lackluster that no one really wants to do the Netflix of games? That's. It seems like no, because Xbox is doing exactly that, and. They're and so really is well. EA, and so is so is uh, Ubisoft. Yeah. They have their own. They have their own. They're not streaming services per se, but I mean, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, so, is that their catalogs? That's true. Well, a lot. I think a lot of these companies are adopting these subscription models is because I think over time they're going to see negative growth on microtransactions, and it's easier to show positive growth through subscriptions. And then still have microtransactions in those games. Plus, you just say I have a bunch of subscribers and it's great. As a consumer, I find it like for me, if I'm going to be paying a subscription for whatever company, right? Because I want to play a couple of games that they have. I'm more, I'm more likely to keep that subscription and try out other games because they're included. Yeah. So I I, trying to get you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's why too. Like you don't, you don't see EA like freaking out as much about Anthem because even if Anthem's like a big pile of garbage, it still um, makes their uh, robust catalog look good. So like, oh, because right now you can play Anthem through EA Basic, which is like the cheap one. It didn't start out that way because they they do this like time limit thing on there. But like my my point is is like, and maybe that's why they're okay with like single player Star Wars because that makes their subscription look ten times better. That's so a good point. I think they're changing their philosophy on that. Where so I, I think I don't know. Like I, I think the confusion for me on Stadia was like, oh, it's going to be like that, and it wasn't. It's like, oh, you got to pay full price plus a subscription of ten bucks if you want the best quality, like four K. Is that right? No. So it, no? you have to you you either pay full price and you don't pay a subscription because they have their basic plan, which is free at 1080p. Or okay. you pay ten dollars a month for their four K, sixty frames, upgraded, uh, streaming capabilities, and with that ten dollars subscription, you also get a discount. So you're no longer paying full price on games because you're paying a subscription. How big is the discount? I don't know. I don't. I don't think anybody. Like I don't have the service yet because I didn't order the 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 founders premiere whatever edition. And I don't know if you can go in and access their store without it. Maybe on the Stadia app, I'll have to download it and check it out. But what I would, we should probably read their terms of service. We we didn't do that, but I'm curious if they ever shut their doors, which is likely. What happens to those games people bought? They probably go away. It's the same thing that happens when you, because uh, they're now games with 
like if you have the premiere subscription, then they give you like a free game a month, like Xbox Live and uh, PlayStation, but those go away. Discounted games that you buy do not. So if you bought a game on discount, you get to keep that. But any of the ones that they give you for free, like um, Destiny right now is an example. They're, if you signed up, you get yeah. Destiny for free. And that will go away if you stop paying. But what if the service like gets shuttered? Bye-bye. Like if Google shuts it Bye-bye down. Bye-bye games, I would assume. Yeah. I mean. No, they send you a server right? in the mail. Here you go. <laughs> Here's your blade. It has all your stuff on it. We use Amazon. That's why. Like, yeah, a lot of people are really skeptical just because, just because Google does have that, does have that track record of being like, eh, this isn't fun anymore. Bye. Yeah. I don't know. I think it. And they like do you, that on things that don't make money, right? I mean, like Google Cloud Print was your was your original original example, and that is a free service. So. I think, well, they do, I think it's like, they do things, they do that on things they can't figure out how to monetize. Because ultimately, every single service that Google provides is either a way to get your information to sell you ads or a way to show you ads. Yeah. And this one, they don't have to do either. Well, actually, they can sell you, like, they can sell game ad space for the type of games you can play, but then they're also giving you a subscription to be able to play it and make money off of it. Do you think, so do you think that's way more lucrative than, cause Microsoft office still sells gangbusters. So like which model is better is the, the pay to use model or Google's free to use, but will advertise you garbage. What makes more money? I wonder. So I, I got to think that the subscription model makes more money than just outright buying anything. And the only reason I say that is because there's so many different companies that are moving towards it, right? Like if, if buying individual games was the way to go, then why does EA offer their, their subscription? Why does Ubisoft now offer theirs? Why does Xbox offer theirs? Like if that lost them money, I can't see them continuing to offer it as a service it's sort of interesting right because like for me if i'm like i'm like oh i have it in my back pocket like if i ever want to go and play jedi fallen order like i can just pay 14 dollars and spend a month playing that game that's like constitutes like what like almost like a 25 percent of or a 75 percent discount versus the normal price mm-hmm. And like most of the subscription services all are also including all the DLC. Yep. Which is even better. You know what I'd say like, that was kind of weird though? Uh, so just as a kind of a side note, not to get like too derailed off the, the topic of, of the oh, money. I'm into it. But it's derailed. Um, so I own Dragon Age Inquisition on EA because I bought it forever ago when it first came out. Yeah. And um, I have a free month of EA basic right now. And mm-hmm. so when I logged into EA or into origin, there's like a little thing on the screen that says, Oh, you can upgrade your game because it'll upgrade to all the DLC. Right. And so you get all the, all the shit that comes with it. That's come out since I played. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. I can get all the DLC for it that I haven't 
gone through and played yet. Maybe I'll pick it up and play it again. And then I was reading the like the little terms of when you upgrade. If I upgrade my purchased game to include the DLC, if I cancel my subscription, I lose access to that game entirely. What? Oh. Yeah. That seems like an oversight. Right? Oh man, I I pressed that button for The Sims <laughs> the other day. I'm so screwed. I didn't read that. Yep. So you'll have to let me know because that's what it said. And I mean, I could understand them taking away the DLC. Maybe, but yeah, maybe it's maybe it's an oversight. Maybe game just means the DLC, a blanket term. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, that would be I, I mean, total BS. It would be BS, but I could see like you raising a support ticket and get your game back. But what what happens to your cloud saves? I wonder if it does go away. I don't know. Better download that, that shit. Work. So, I mean, Dragon Age Inquisition's fucking long, full of garbage. Well, lots of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so, which speaking of another derail, uh, tomorrow is Dragon Age Day. Is it? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's, a, it's an unofficial fan-led day. Oh, you think you think they're going to announce some more Dragon Age Four stuff uh, instead of that trailer? Well, the I guess the. Is it like the the creative director or whatever for Dragon Age has been like tweeting a bunch of stuff that like just different pictures Casey, says like Dragon Casey Edge. Hudson. Yeah. Is that it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not to derail the conversation of Google Stadia. I'm not real excited for that game because the main one of the main writers, David Gator, left left the company a long time ago. Mark Derrida. He's been. Oh, Mark Derrida. Dara, right? D A R R A H, Dara. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, the one of the lead writers who's been who's been around, who wrote the first two Ballers Gate, or was one of the one of the writers for the first two Ballers Gate games and all the Dragon Age games. Like he didn't write the whole thing, but he was he's always been there. He's been gone. Oh, uh, so like, I'm really skeptical because I, I criticize what they did with Dragon Age Inquisition. Like what's there story wise is pretty decent, and but it's like they want to be Skyrim so bad that they filled the world with like dumbass MMO quests, shit tons. I of mean, them. as someone who never played Dragon Age Origins or Dragon Age Two, when I jumped into Dragon Age Inquisition for the first time, as it being my first Dragon Age game, I liked it. So, well, you like you also like WoW and stuff, though. Yeah. So they they it's just that they're so like Dragon Age and The Witcher came out for our inquisition the witcher came out very close to each other a couple maybe two, i think between three years of each other and it's like Witcher's like here's how you do side quests correctly and dragon is like just a bunch of shitty fetch quests that give you like 10 experience mm. i'm not exa- i'm not exaggerating it's like 10 to 50 experience and the reason why you do it is to get power and influence it's did you do all the fetch quests mitch i don't remember that was a long time ago you only honestly have to do them is if you're on the hardest difficulty or you run into a, uh, an influence. Uh, so you, you have to use influence to like buy your way into the story content. So they're like, they're like gates. You say them. So like to get to the next story content, you need to have, I'm sorry, it's not influence it's called power. You need to have 50 power, which you get from doing side quests. So if I'm not on a harder difficulty, can I just rush through the main story? No, you're, I mean, you still have to get the power requirements. But I think oh, it's so easier. So you easier. have to do side quest. Yeah. It's easier. Well, the, the difficulty doesn't change the power requirements. 
it just makes the game more difficult. Like, I don't think I ever... God, that's I, frustrating. I, I mean, again, it's been years <laughs> since I played, but I don't remember ever running into a blocker when I was playing that game, though. Yeah. So. But I also would have done at least some side quests because... A lot of yeah. them. Big game. So don't... I hope you don't lose it in your cloud save. Oh, I'm not going <laughs> to upgrade because... I saw that message and I'm like, oh, well, guess I'm not playing DLC. But anyway, did they ever confirm that? I've always been confused by this. Speaking, so we're gonna talk about Dragon Age and Stadia. Is Baldur's Gate three exclusive to Stadia, or is that is it on all platforms? No, it's is it's I, being developed by Larian, the the guys that did um, Divinity series. It can, yeah, they announced it at the Stadia conference because yeah, it's just a game that's coming to Stadia. Okay, good. Because I'm like, I'm not gonna buy that for Baldur's Gate. I want to play Baldur's Gate 3, mm-hmm. but I don't want to play it on Stadia. It's like, that's worse than the Epic's Game Store. No thanks. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'd rather own the game. For reals. So. But if it's Larian too, that means they'll go to GOG. Then they can really, really own the game. Yeah. For reals. DRM free. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So uh, when do you think they're going to close their doors? Okay, so I have to predict it right now. Let's see. Yeah. I've been I've been not too inaccurate on some stuff in the past. And um, just just for folks at home, none of us who have used Stadia, or that's why we're not talking about specs or like experience. I'm just going off of like initial sales seem to be pretty low. So yeah. Yeah, but when do you think I predict going? they will turn off Stadia in 2022 in December. No, December 31st, 2023. I think they might mm-hmm. give it a good four-year run because I think they're going to try to integrate it into YouTube. Yeah, into first. YouTube. Well, mm-hmm. I yeah, I think what they, I think when they're announced things they want to do is where like if like let's just say the three of us are like streaming vr chat <laughs> and if vr chat was like a viable game it would come up and be like you want to buy this game on stadium while you watch this video yeah you do yeah you, know, you do you know how like it's funny because like in youtube if i watch like a clip from like say i, I was watching an interview with adam driver because i actually like that actor even though i don't like the new star wars and over on the right hand side it's like rent the or rent the force awakens and I'm just watching the Adam Driver interview and it's like rent the force awakens. So like I think that's what they would like to do. It's like if we're talking about Mortal Kombat, you wanna buy an OVO? Over here. Even better. Over here. They can integrate it the the opposite way too and make it so that oh you're playing Mortal Kombat, you wanna stream it to YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, totally good. And then people watch you playing Mortal Kombat on YouTube, and then you buy it on Stadia, and then they stream it onto YouTube. Then other people buy it on Stadia. It's a never-ending, never-ending loop, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to go away in in a couple years. I mean, Google Cloud Print, when is it going away? Um at the end of 2020 at the end of 2020 uh yeah okay. so 20 like december 31st 2020 so really 2021 so i mean that as a free service was around for 10 years 
Yeah, but that's why I think Stadio go faster because it is not a free service. So the entire model is not around like their model isn't going to be around. Oh, let's get a bunch of users like they actually want people to pay money for it, which means all of the financial models are around people actually buying games. Yeah. So I guess it just depends so on super like who how many people, how many buy, people games? buy games and how many people like cuz here's the thing, right? Everybody that is talking about Stadia and everybody that is kind of reviewing it that I've seen um they're all people that already play games. Right? Yeah. So it's like, "Oh, yeah, I have I have Destiny. Let me compare playing destiny on my xbox to playing destiny on stadia or let me compare playing destiny on pc to playing destiny on stadia or whatever other things or whatever right like and and so at the end of it at the end of the day it's oh stadia isn't a replacement for your pc why would i buy this i have i have a pc i have game consoles blah 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 it's like, well, no yeah. shit. <laughs> like, well, yes, correct. You're not the target demographic. I th- I think if that's the case, so I think they got a bit of a branding issue because I think this is where I think this is where Microsoft is going to kick their ass. Is like even people who don't play games know what Xbox and PlayStation is. Yeah, so, and when pe- people think Google, they don't think video games unless it's on YouTube. But it's also see, and I think that's where I there is that distinction and kind of like counter and counterpoint to it is the xbox and playstation things are meant for gamers that are already playing right like you you sign up for xbox game pass when you are have when you have an xbox and then there's there's projects x cloud which isn't really isn't released yet so we can't really say who that's for they're just doing the the preview and that's super limited um Right, but that's what I'm saying though it's like it's I'm not talking about the platform like even non people who don't play games like mothers who like think nintendo is everything yeah i'm saying it's a branding problem like even people who don't play games usually know kind of where they come from right like if when next christmas season comes around is rando mother gonna go out and be like oh let me buy little jimmy like video game Stadia. Stadia. well i think it depends that's right when, if yeah if if you are a kid yeah, well, and yes, I and I can kind of and I can kind of see it too, right? And so I guess that's where they need to, I don't know, up their marketing game or whatever. Because yeah. as a mom going out they, they, to buy a Christmas game for her kid, if the yeah. kid, if the if it's a question of my kid wants to play Assassin's Creed, and I either need to buy him an Xbox and Assassin's Creed, or I can just buy Assassin's Creed on Stadia, then yeah, that's where it. Yeah, so far they've only marketed to the hardcore. Yeah. That's the thing. So or I like, go pay twenty dollars a month for an Xbox console, right? Don't they have that subscription? Well, like I mean, I, right now, I think, and I, maybe I'm wrong, but I think they'll have to somehow move into retailers too. So, like, maybe there'll be like a Stadia card with like Ooh. a game on it. I don't know, or just be like money, like, or like a pack that has the controller with the card or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's got to be. Yeah, they got they got to get more eyeballs on it if that's what their goal is is that like is to appeal to the non video gamer. Well, because realistically, like if like the the ultimate like of any of these cloud streaming things, like the ultimate 
uh, like holy grail of it is I can take some shitty piece of hardware and I can play a super high quality game, right? Yep. So if they did if they do it right, then like in a couple years, Stadia will see like a pack that's like the Stadia controller with a Google tablet, like an Android tablet or some shit that hooks right that is just like here you go here's your thing and it hooks right to stadia or it's like it hooks into hdmi cables or whatever the latest thing is and it hooks to your tv i think mitch might know more than this but doesn't stadia only work on like chromecast right now yeah so i think this is another branding thing that they have a problem with is that they were talking about it and they were like oh yeah it works on 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 a Chrome browser, Pixel phones, blah, blah, blah. And you can bring your own controller, mouse, keyboard, et cetera, et cetera. And then when, now that they're releasing it, it's only on the, I don't know about Pixel 4, um, but for anybody else that doesn't have the Pixel 4, it's only if you have the Founders Edition, which means you bought their controller that came with the 4K Chromecast. So mm. in my eyes, this is more of like a beta release and they're not advertising it like a beta release. And so I think that's also not helping with their, with like the, the word word of mouth mouth and and the, and the reviews (laughs) that they're getting because they announced all these features. I can't, you can't just go and sign up for it. uh, Like I thought you would be able to. Cause if a regular Joe Schmo is at like Thanksgiving with his, his, kids and his family and he's like oh i thought i'd get little jimmy here destiny 2 on stadia and then you got the dude over there in the corner like me and i'm like that's fucking dumb yeah. that thing sucks yeah. you suck because it sucked and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then of course you would say you know there are extreme- you think that maybe i should get that no you suck everything sucks yeah, I can't believe you even thought about the worst. that. You take, you take how, the turkey, how dare you? You take the whole turkey and you throw it in his face. Yeah, rip the freaking turkey leg off and you beat him to Talk death with it. Him. How dare you? You ruined Thanksgiving like, for everyone. Like, do you remember that Thanksgiving you, where Jason beat our cousin Jimmy you to watch death? YouTube reviewers like Yang Ye? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I thought it was ridiculous that Jimmy brought up Stadia. <laughs> he deserved it. I don't even know if it sucks. This doesn't appeal to me. I, I just think it's interesting that it's not. It's it's getting a really negative uh, yeah. launch. I mean, the Chromecast thing is definitely pretty pretty cool. It's very misleading because remember when we reviewed it back in the day, and like Mitch and everybody was all hype, and it's it's they were marketing like it's going to mm-hmm. work on everything. Yeah, I yeah. when they were talking about it at E three, I fully expected November to roll around, and my plan was to sign up for the ten dollar a month part plan or whatever not buy the controller but get the ten dollar a month one get my free copy of destiny and and test out destiny um and i yeah. can't do that so and i don't want to yeah, right now you can't bring any controller yeah right? it's, it only works with the stadia controller which is i mean it's to their I mean, it doesn't look like a bad controller. no like from what i've seen it seems well well built and it connects directly to your Wi-Fi to talk to the Stadia servers instead of like piggybacking off the Chromecast. So it's getting rid of like a layer of latency that another controller would have. Like if you use your Xbox controller on your PC, right? Like 
your Xbox controller is going to talk to your PC and go through whatever drivers and then get sent over to the server. Whereas this one is connected right to your Wi-Fi to talk right to the Stadia servers. I'm just having this like this like picture in my head of trying to get a fucking controller connected to Wi-Fi and you're sitting there and it's like, okay, Z <laughs> is up, up, down, down, right, left, right, left, four, forward, A, B, A, B. Okay. Okay. Now, number two is... Yep. No. I assume it's something much more simple than that, but that's all I was thinking about. How to input your password. How do you input your password for, for Wi-Fi on a controller? Can I just say, like, I have, like, this really long password, right? It's like 20 characters or something like that. And it's great for security, but, and for most things, it's fine. But goddamn, man, when I was setting up my printer and there was like the tiny little screen on the printer. (laughs) Oh, man. And I mistyped it. I know, exactly. And I mistyped it and I had to go back. (laughs) And it, and there's not like a numpad. I have to use the up and down arrows to like cycle through all the characters to like get to uppercase and then like through uppercase to get to symbols and then. My printer has like the T9 style. Oh, at least that's better. Which is still pretty bad, though. Okay, I want A. Yeah. Like, oh. How does it connect to Wi Fi? I need to look this up. So I guess you have to download when you install the, um, you plug in your Chromecast, you need the Google Home app to set up the Google. The Chromecast, and then you also need to download the Stadia app on your phone, and I bet that's how it. Like, I, I bet it does. It probably pairs with your phone yeah, and, and your does phone the thing. sends over the credentials, like most things Got nowadays, it. which is smart, an easy way to do it. Yeah, that's pretty good. That makes yeah. sense. Stadia still sucks, though. Now, you don't know you if know it sucks. Doesn't. You haven't played it. I don't know if it sucks. I haven't played it. What I know is that there's a high barrier to entry right now yes. and that sucks. So there's that. I don't like Google. You know, so. you know, it also has a high barrier to entry fucking VR, man. Like I really am so excited about half-life Alex. Like I look, I've watched that trailer multiple times and I'm like, fuck, like I don't want to pay a thousand dollars to get everything. You don't have to, to pay a VR set. Yeah. Yes, I do. Because I want everything. All of it. Want well, the the weird little I'm gonna use circle my controllers, the index controllers that we, make it so that when I move my hands, I can do this in VR can, chat. So I, I'm Just, doing that with my Vive. You, they're they're compatible. I can do this. Yeah, Just I can do that. I don't have to buy the whole. In, you don't have to buy the whole. The vibes like the vibes like five hundred bucks, isn't it? Four hundred. Not a used one. Yeah, four hundred. 400 bucks and then the index controllers are like 250 200 bucks. Yep. Yeah. So, we're basically at $1000. Not me. I bought it last year. I'm glad I got it. I'm just going to get me some index controllers and I get the game for free. Yeah, I mean, if you like if you already had the Vive, just buying the index controllers is a good upgrade. If you were right now looking at it and be like oh i want to get the index controllers but i don't want to spend a thousand dollars so you're like i'll get the vive so i can get the index controllers you're you're basically almost at a thousand anyway so just buy the index you're only looking at a couple hundred dollars 
It's by the index, Tim. Yeah, Tim. So, like, what's what's the best of all of all? Like, what are what are like if I if I was going to like this would be helpful for all of our listeners who want who want to go and buy Half Life Alex and just play it. Like, if I'm gonna go and buy a VR, like there's so many options. My my first impulse is to not get the one that's by Facebook. Oculus. Yeah. So why? Because it's by Facebook. I mean, you can say that, but if you're looking at the that's best, like the best one, right? No, the best one is the index, but it's also the most 100%. expensive. By Valve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the best mid range, which you know, under five hundred dollars, is the Oculus. So if you're if you don't want to spend a thousand dollars on a VR, but you're willing to invest in like um a you know a decent amount then the oculus uh the oculus rift is the best way to go there's also the oculus quest that has it's the, the wireless yeah, one isn't it's, it it's so it's wireless yeah. ooh um and then it has a link cable that you can so you can it's i really contemplated getting this one uh, cuz you can you can put it on it's completely wireless battery powered you can take it and play it wherever right so it's the perfect i'm going over to a friend's house or you know thanksgiving christmas is around and you want to show people vr you don't have to have anything around you you can uh just put it on and start playing it's great and then it has a cable Which one? that connects it to a computer so you can play steam vr games with their it's called the oculus link However, um, it has one of the lowest refresh rates that's out there, which if you're prone to motion sickness, then that can hurt you. Um, Oh, get me. And then there's, from what I've come across, there's also some video degradation when you are sending uh, your video over that cable to the the Quest. So if you're only going to be playing on PC, and you want a mid-range, then the Rift is the way to go. And then there's other ones that are um, cheaper, like $200 and under, and they are the Windows Mixed Reality, Mixed Reality. WMR. They are also Steam Link, uh, Steam VR compatible as well that you can play, Alex. So you could you could spend just $150, $200 and get a an entry-level VR set to be able to play that game. Well, so the thing is, like every single... Like I've tried VR multiple times with different different setups. I think I think it was an Oculus Rift was one that I tried most recently. And I always felt like the one thing like I the immersion like what I'm seeing was really good, but I always what always takes me out of the immersion is how my hands are moving in the in the game. And like that's what why I'm like, man, like if I that the index controller seemed to solve that, because like if you're looking at how looking at like individual finger movements and how it makes it look a lot more, a lot more real, like I feel like that would like really get that immersion, especially especially because it seems like with half like Alex, they're really trying to push the envelope based off of that trailer of what you can do with VR. So it's like, you know, there's some some item that you need, like you have to go and pick it up like yep. as if you're picking it up in real life. It's not like, oh, like move your hand over here and press X like they're really trying to like 
move that like the well, thing where you, you like push a bunch of stuff off the shelf and grabbed the whatever he was grabbing and put it in his gun have like, you used the vive controllers before because they have a um, grip it like it, yeah it, so it, it feels more like you are grabbing something it isn't you're not hitting a button you're gripping because he's two, yeah. two side grips that's what i use in vr chat and other things so it, it feels more natural that way yeah but i'll be getting the index controllers but like what controllers did you use so whatever was on if it was whatever was on the oculus i think the original oculus it must have been okay i don't know how those controls i remember were. it was like a, it was like a game where you had like where you were doing like a bow where you were like shooting a bow i i the uh the motion felt very like i i myself was like pulling the bow back and it felt like it wasn't really matching that movement mm. So I don't know if it's a problem of like, cause you said the Oculus, you don't need sensors in the room. Yeah. It has inside out tracking is what they're calling it. So there's mm. cameras all over the headset and they um, are tracking the controllers. The controllers uh, emit infrared uh, from infrared mm -hmm. LEDs. And so those cameras are mapping the environment and then tracking the controllers that way. Whereas the okay. other, like the Vive and the Index have what are called lighthouse base stations. Yeah, lighthouse base stations. They're basically cameras that are doing the same thing kind of, but they're stationary. And so you get better tracking with those stationary objects. Um, but the, the new Vive, the Cosmos, which isn't selling very well because it's way overpriced and doesn't really bring anything to the market. And then the Rift S and the Oculus Quest all have the inside out tracking. So less wires around your house and less things you so set up. It seems like they're all kind of trying to move towards the inside out tracking. Um, I mean, it's obviously, I'm sure if it worked just as well, people would prefer it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's what some of the that's what a lot of them are going towards right now. Um, I don't know. Index obviously didn't. Uh, the Oculus Quest. So when you're talking about finger tracking, I don't. They haven't announced it for the Rift S, but I don't know why they wouldn't because I mean they still have cameras all over the Rift S. But Facebook announced that next year with those cameras that are all over the Quest, uh, you'll get finger tracking based off of those cameras. Mm, that's interesting. Yep. So. I like that Valve is going hard on VR. Yep. But you just seem, it seems like they definitely want to, they definitely want to push to the next. Well, I remember I'm, I know this isn't Half-Life 3, but I remember like reading an article like six years ago saying that they weren't going to make Half-Life 3 until the technology existed that, was in their like their heads for the vision of the game so mm -hmm. like if this does well maybe half-life 3 will also be a vr exclusive game which would be cool like like especially if yeah. they release this as a here we're pushing the envelope of what a vr game is let's see how well it does and then let's see how much we can improve it to make sure well, that the next version is even better i don't i mean i, I don't know what their internals is like but like uh several things on the index are have been sold out for weeks yep I guess like um, I'm, I'm oh, go ahead. Well, I'm buying the controllers hopefully this month, but I don't know. Uh, it's out of stock. Yep. 
screw, <laughs> screw me. <laughs> hey, you have but, you have until March. Yeah, oh, as another plus, Tim, if you do get the uh, index, you get Half Life Alex for free. Yeah, which you know, thousand uh, dollars or any of the peripherals. If I yeah. buy the controllers, I also get it for free, which yeah. is what I want because I'm not. I'm not ready to upgrade my Vive yet. There's nothing wrong with it. it like it, it, it's compatible with the index stuff. So, like, is the is the is the index VR headset that much better than oh, the yeah. Vive? Oh, it's really good. Like, it's five hundred dollars better. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It has like way what, better resolution what's the improvement and way better. Um, the resolution's more improved and the refresh rate, which is the big thing. Also, mm. it has built-in headphones among with built-in mic. So on my my uh, vanilla Vive, I have to use these headphones plugged into a port in the back because there's no built-in headphones. It does have a built-in mic. So, and apparently they're really fucking good headphones. Mm. Like to the point where some people were like, had to turn it down. That's how good it was. Like it's a little too loud. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's dope. It's worth it. Like okay. if you're, if you're, I don't know the way I see it. There, there's, there's two different. Like if you're not, if you're gonna exclude the Windows mixed reality headsets, right? Because you want a, a decent, um, oh, virtual you want, reality. Yeah, if you want, a, if you want a decent VR machine, if you are contemplating between like the Rift and the Index, and you're like. Well, I can spend the money on the index or I could save a little bit of money and go with the rift. Then you go with the index. Mm-hmm. If you are putting yourself in a position that is not financially beneficial for you, like you don't have, like you, you're not financially <laughs> able to like comfortably spend money on the index, but you could the rift then do the rift, right? Like don't put yourself out because you want to get the better one. Cause you can always like, piecemeal parts of it together I, i've been doing some research and you can't just buy the controllers because the the controllers for the index don't um they don't use the same tracking as the rift ones do they need the they mm. need the space stations to work so in order for uh like me i ordered the rift and it comes tomorrow i'm super excited uh but in order for me to also buy the index controllers i would also need to buy base stations and then do some weird I, I you get like a couple of the steam controller dongles and and you can get it to work but it's kind of like a, a roundabout way of getting it to work so don't expect oh. an easy piecemeal if you're buying the rift to upgrade over oh no so, so you just you just buy the index just to spend a thousand dollars get it get another get an, get take a loan out yeah you know split between three shell. credit cards so let me ask you one last question about which is the best VR. So since you have the Batman Beyond beanie, Jason, which one gets me the closest to that episode where all the kids were in the. I don't think the, there's, I, the I don't VR. think I, I don't think there's software for that yet. Like for lifting you up and making you feel weightless. And then no, the closest thing. That like the only thing I've I've I played where and I have to get really into it is where I've like forgotten what time it is is VR chat. When I say that, like I have to like get into a room and get either get into a conversation with people or I forget what how how long I played the game or like one of my fun the fun things I like to do 
is go in pick an avatar and try to stay in character as long as possible <laughs> without like breaking but um like skyrim vr was cool but it's it's like you play for an hour and it's like okay this is neat but it's basically skyrim right like it is what it is um uh i do like the no man's sky vr it has some pretty intuitive vr things like i was showing mitch earlier today so like um like to get your tool out your your laser like you have to like take the vibe controller above your back and hit and then it squeeze the side buttons and then bring it out like you're like i'm bringing it out like you're grabbing something yeah and i I, there's so there's so many controls i can figure out like i was trying to analyze things well mitch looked it up for me you basically put your your left hand up to your and you trigger and it's like you're turning on your helmet and then you scan oh that's a pretty and then the the piloting controls really fun after you get used to it yeah i mean from the i for that for the piloting thing that looks like really fun because from the yeah. from the from the video that you'd show me it looks like it's like you're just flying like a freaking spaceship yeah. it's pretty rad but i don't think you're gonna get to the point where people don't want to live in real life until there's some software that actually supports that what? whether that's like uh like a real life oasis because right now vr chat is not really a video game it's just a it's a sandbox chat room where you can like make custom avatars and make custom levels that have kind of gimmicky things to it but it's not really a game and most of the games that are in there some things are pretty interesting so like you can play beat saber within vr chat someone actually made a module for it it doesn't even connect to the end of the game they actually just ported their own code code over huh. hmm. that's kind of cool so like there's there's gimmicky things like that, but it, but what really needs to happen is you take that sandbox environment that VR chat has and then put it into a game that has some rules, but isn't, but the, but, but still within the player's right to determine what happens in that game. So not like a wow where wow has a bunch of scripted events that they, they, they push out every month. It has to be just enough where it just, it's just the players doing it, but there's still a game there vr eve like they could they could do wow but not wow right like they just take the world of wow and then just put it out there and so like all the things are there but there's no events or anything and then and so it's like oh you you want to have the innkeeper like well i hope i hope the innkeeper is there and they put on their innkeeper apron so they can like start (laughs) setting your hearthstones otherwise there's no there's no innkeeper in that inn so there are some interesting things though. So like with VR chat, for example, like you can you can load up Blender right now and make assets for VR chat as long as it's compatible with Unity. Like you just and the only way and the way to do it is you have to register your Steam account as a VR chat account, and then they and then if you have are a person of good standing in the community, then you can upload and make custom avatars for anybody in the game or custom assets for levels. So, and it's all free for now, but you could have a secondary economy on those games where, where people are creating assets and avatars and weapons and all kinds of stuff. And that player could sell those things directly while the main client takes a cut. Like, like there's a whole economy there that could happen for like yeah. VR chat bucks, VR chat or any other game. VR so like chat you, bucks. Well, I, developers are always trying to solve this problem especially with massively multiplayer games where they can't make enough content fast enough for the for the players to not get bored and leave the way you solve that is by having a sandbox game 
but maybe you don't need to have a sandbox game like Eve where it's it's fucking brutal to get into. Maybe the sandbox is the the economy of stuff that people make. Yeah, it needs to be a sandbox game like Minecraft where it's yeah. really easy to get into and all the content yeah. is user generated. Yeah, even better if you could like do a system like Wildstar did where they had that excellent housing system where you could somehow instead of having to go outside the video game and make your assets and say blender let you do it in the game That'd be somehow cool. yeah so that's how you that's how you solve that you don't need you don't need to automate everything just get the automation is the people doing it that's the automation the people are because my in my experience the best mmos were the mmos that did not were so boring that you had to you had to make it fun your own way. Does that make sense? Like, like wow is so entertaining on its own that people don't really often have to go and do their own stuff besides like role playing and stuff like that. The old MMOs were so boring that you just like, like in UO, it's like, okay, I've done all this stuff. I'm cynical murder. Everybody. Yeah. I'm going to get a bunch of dudes yeah. together. We're going to murder people. Oh, you're out of town. You're a newbie. You die. Give me your stuff. Well, like, that's what, uh, yeah. right. That's like, that's why wow classics doing so well. There's yeah. no, like a, there's not a huge amount of content there that's being pushed forward and whatnot, but it's a bloodbath right now. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't even think wild classics. I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's boring per se, but like people found things to do with between content patches back then. Yeah. And now they got this sub drop off thing that happens in these games. And that's not just wow, where people do the content and they leave. Well, because yeah, because they make it so that there's there's unless you're a hardcore player, there's nothing to do between the content patches. Right. Like, okay, I did so everything. That, that's why that there. I feel like those games, if they had a null sack type thing in those games, where people could create their own like content, mm-hmm. you know, drama, all kinds of stuff, that would solve a lot of that problem. And I think the VR games, like VR Chat, do that. Like VR Chat, you literally just goof off and stupid avatars and talk to people. I like like I was in a bar and I played Never Have I Ever with a bunch of randos. <laughs> you know. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's some potential there, but like there the software isn't there yet. And I think that's what Valve's trying to do is push it forward. Yep. And what they're doing instead of making like a, a multiplayer sandbox game, they're gonna make the best single player VR experience that exists ever for now. There is another game though, I think I posted a, a video of it with you guys called boneworks that's really pushing um vr in terms of combat is that the, like, the shooter it? yeah okay yeah i saw did that you, did you see the video where the guy like threw the gun up in the air and then he reloaded and then grabbed it again and started shooting no like he did a real flashy like action movie move like threw the gun up the gun flipped over and then he put the magazine in it because you can actually do that. And then, then he picked it back up and started shooting at people. It's really pushing the boundaries too. So it isn't just and, – and they're working closely with Valve. So Valve really wants this to be the thing. And they want it to be the home on Valve. Because like right now, I think I was talking with you earlier about this. Like Unity and Source are like the two engines that are really geared towards VR. Unreal doesn't really do anything with it. And so – if you're using VR, you're not using it any other platform except for like PSVR or on Steam. Even if you have the Oculus, like I think the Oculus has their own like store for Facebook. Yeah, they do. But I think the majority of people are using Steam VR, even with Oculus. 
because Oculus doesn't lock you out from using it. It doesn't say, and like Mark Zuckerberg doesn't pop up on the screens like you gotta use Facebook. Fuck you. Like you can use Steam VR with Oculus. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you can. So <laughs> otherwise, I'd be they screwed. Have some code in, <laughs> and they have some code in Oculus where every once in a while, if you look behind you, like Steve like Zuckerberg <laughs> is just right there. Like, ah. he's like <laughs> he's like drinking water. Weird. Do you ever watch that? Uh, that when he was he was getting grilled by the Congress, he's just like. <laughs> Center, Keep eye contact. About- be normal. Be normal. Yeah, be, be normal. normal. <laughs> you have nothing to hide. Every so often, he like turn around. He's like, "I have your data." <sighs> you did it. Oh my god! Good. That was so normal. I'm so good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would just be funny. Like you turn around, and it's like he's around like a corner. And you're like, "Wait, what?" And it's gone. It's like, yeah. It's like those scary games. Yeah. Just, just randomly in dead by daylight. But instead of what is it like Freddy that's chasing you or whatever? It's uh, it's Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Dude, Fuck. it's going to increase Terrifying. the horror. I, I got uh, Mitch was watching me play No Man's Sky today and I was like goofing off. And there's like this thing and I'm like, what the hell is that thing? And I shot it and these freaking aliens came out of the ground. And I literally was scared out of my fucking mind because <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck do I do? Like. They killed me. <laughs> it's a way different experience awesome. when you when you feel like you're there. Like, oh, what's this little egg thing? Oh shit! Now imagine playing a horror game. Like, yeah, no, thank we'll have you. Freaking hark! Uh, imagine like I don't remember if you like this game or not. Imagine playing Amnesia in VR. Oh, no, I, I I played Amnesia, but I couldn't play that in VR. No thanks. That's too much. That'd be terrifying. Have you played yeah. uh, Duck Season? I kind of don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> like, that dog in that costume creeps me the fuck out. Like, I can handle a lot. Like, I can, I, I, my, the thing that gets me the most is a cult horror, which is why I like Silent Hill so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I think it's because, like, I still grew up in an area in the Midwest that took, that told witch stories. So, a cult horror just freaks me out bad. Uh, but I love it. I love it. So if they make like a, a Blair Witch game, I'll pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting because you, you, I remember you said like zombie games, like that's not scary. It's not scary at all. Mm. Would that be scary in VR though? No, because they're they're just, they're, it depends on the zombies, but like zombies are, are now just common enemies. Yep. They're, yeah. They're, they're literally fodder. Yeah. No, what's, what's scary is in a horror game is, is the, is the boss you can't beat. So like, when um, horror games first came out, everything had tank controls, and most mon- almost all monsters could be k- defeated. And then later on in life, they started doing this thing where it was a chase, and you had to get away because there's no way you're gonna win. Yep. Yeah. That's horror. So that's good. Yeah. Zombies are still like just cannon fodder, and that's and that and that's within the genre. That's not gonna change. Like you're not gonna have the you're not gonna have zombies that won't die. That'd be boring. So, yeah, but it's like it'd be pretty concerning in VR if you're like playing in a thing and you're getting like overwhelmed by too many zombies and you're like getting backed up into a corner and like, oh, how many bullets? Maybe, maybe Valve will bring back Left 4 Dead as VR because maybe that's a thing. That'd be cool. You know? I'd, could be I good. would totally play that. And then you got to get one of those haptic like uh, vests and stuff. Yeah. 
That's yeah. the other. That's the other thing that VR needs. It needs the haptic feedback. So do have it because you can get a vest for yeah. Beat Saber, and so it, it like pulses nice. with the the beats or whatever. I need like a full body suit. Yep. Like in that, uh, like in Ready Player One. Yeah. Yep. So you can you can uh, you can hang like, out with your mistress online. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just no. Because um, <laughs> imagine like just saying like because I think because that's always the things that I for VR like the things that took me out was my my hands not moving to match my actual movements. And then, yeah, like if you if you figure out at least just a little bit of feedback where you go and like touch something and it like gives you a little bit of haptic feedback where you're just like, whoa, like I'm 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 holding that thing because I feel it, you know, that'd be cool. All right. So what do you guys think? Should I spend a thousand dollars? I mean, yeah. Should I spend three thousand dollars and we'll all get. Yes. Indexes. You should spend three thousand dollars and then buy me an index and buy 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 Jason an index. I'd like this idea the best. Okay. Now I'm expecting an index for Christmas. Well, well maybe they'll be in production in a year. <laughs> well, if you guys want us to all get indexes, make sure you're liking and subscribing because I don't know how we're going to make this internet money without you guys upvoting us. Leave Which a is, comment. Yeah. Oh, leave us an iTunes review. Yep. I haven't, I haven't talked about that in a while. Yep. Uh, is there, give us an upvote on Podbeam. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and Stitcher. That was yeah, an old Stitcher. one. A lot of you listen to us on Stitcher, which is strange, but awesome. So, cool. Yeah, if you're listening to us on Stitcher, do whatever Stitcher thing. Yeah, leave leave you us a do. stitch, and uh, I think you can only oh. rate. I think it's a rating. That's it. I think just leave us like a five star rating or give one us a star. Stitcher I don't care. Yeah, yeah give us up. a one star rating if you hate Jason. Give me a five star rating, and if you do that, maybe the Valve Index controllers will be back in stock for me to buy. Ooh, maybe if we yes. get three thousand likes on YouTube, that'll be Tim spending three thousand dollars for all of us to get indexes. If we get three thousand likes, I will consider it. <laughs> he knows we won't. <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, bye. Bye.